Hello and welcome to the third episode of Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman. I'm a registered dietitian specializing in intuitive eating and health at every size, and I'm also the creator of the Intuitive RD. For the episode today, I'd like to talk a little bit about health at every size. Um, and basically, I just want to cover what it is, why it's a thing, why it's uh, you know bubbling with uh, interest right now, um, and then hopefully uh, touch on a couple of the myths behind the movement. So let's get right into it. So what is health at every size? So essentially, health at every size is a transdisciplinary movement that is trying to shift the focus away from weight in favor of health promotion, right? So um, leaving weight out of the conversation when we talk about health. So simply put, that's what it is. Um, There are a few values that come along with health at every size uh, or haze. The first one is acknowledging and embracing the diversity in body size and shape, right? So there's a diversity, a natural diversity in our bodies um, as humans. Uh, We have different shoe sizes, different height, different skin tone, hair color, eye color, all of these things. Um, It's only natural really or intuitive to make the jump over and say, hey, actually there's there's also this diversity in in the size and shape of our bodies. Um, So haze really promotes taking a look at that and acknowledging that actually we're not all meant to be cookie cutter, one body shape and size. And the picture of true health is not one picture, right, of what uh, size a body should be. The second value that I'd like to point out uh, for Hayes is that it's really focusing on talking about the ineffectiveness of dieting as a, as a method of, um, you know, improving health um, and really how it's been ineffective for um, really providing the weight loss that it, it says that it will. And even further than that, Hayes talks about the dangers of weight loss, okay, Third, um, the importance of focusing on intuitive eating practices when it comes to food. Um, Hayes really, really embraces this, um, you know, focusing on internal cues for hunger and fullness rather than saying, you know, you need these external set of rules to tell you how to manage your body in quote unquote the right way so it'll fit into a a certain size. Hayes is saying, no, let your body do its thing. It, it knows what it needs to do if you just tune in and listen, um, you know, and, and form this relationship with your body. And the last thing I'd like to point out about a value of Hayes is that it really embraces that health is a multifaceted concept. And within the Uh, our culture, we really are just looking at it from a narrow standpoint of, you know, focusing on the physical aspects of health, right? So movement and nutrition. Um, But health really encompasses, you know, spiritual, emotional and social concepts as well. Um, So really just like expanding that viewpoint um, 
and also just realizing that health um, is subjective and um, it shouldn't look exactly the same for every person and it certainly does not. Um, So bringing that into light as well. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about more about like why health at every size. Um, you know, so we talked about what it is, but why should we be making this paradigm shift? Um, so essentially, the dominant paradigm right now for uh, promoting health is really framed around weight, and and along with that comes dieting, right? So dietary restriction and exercise and really just this idea that by whatever means necessary, um, you should get to a particular weight, you know, whether it's based on, on BMI or a percentage of weight loss or, you know, what, whatever your doctor is telling you. But um, that's the dominant paradigm. Essentially, that is not working, right? Like if we look at the numbers and in, in the literature, uh, we can see that one year out, um, you know, 30 to 40 people for, sorry, 30 to 40% of people are regaining um, the weight that they have lost. Um, and then if you look further out, you know, you go out to five years and the vast majority of people, like we're talking about 95% of people who have lost weight will have regained that weight and some of them have actually gained more, right? So to break it down into just like the, you know, our the regular conversations that we have um, in our at work or you know with peers um, essentially you know you hear people say you know I, I lost this weight but then I gained gained it all back and then some right like it's a very common experience that people lose and regain more and then if you look at that over the the period of you know several different diets years and years then people are really the pattern is just that their weight keeps creeping up essentially, right? So, so this is not working. And further than that, it is extremely harmful um, physically and mentally, right? So mentally, um, in, the, in the form of body hatred, um, you know, self-esteem issues, um, for some people, eating disorders or disordered eating, which is, you know, wildly under, underdiagnosed in our culture. Um, and then physically, which is even maybe even more, um, you know, disheartening, weight cycling, the process of weight cycling. So when you lose and gain and lose and gain and lose and gain, you might have heard of it in the term of like yo-yo dieting. This has extremely poor effects on health, okay? So um, it it promotes inflammation in the body, which essentially breaks down to it, it may be promoting things like diabetes and, and heart disease. Many of the things that are traditionally blamed on being in a, a larger body itself, right? So um, it's really just kind of horrifying, um, the physical ramifications of dieting. If you look even further than that, I mean, things like, you know, the loss of bone mass that occurs um, with chronic dieting. I mean, it really just, it goes on and on. Um, and again, just, just considering that the mental health impact as well, which I think is so under discussed in our culture as well. Um, you know, it's like you go to the doctor, they tell you to lose weight and they don't even think about, um, where that's going to put you in a, 
you know, in, a, in your mental state. Um, so essentially, yeah, that's, that's basically it. So why are we talking about haze? Why is this important? Well, simply put, it's because the dominant paradigm, the weight focused paradigm is not working and it's causing real harm and damage. So why, why haze then? Uh, well, haze is more compassionate, of course, right? It, it tells somebody that actually your body is not a problem. Um, and how can we insert more healthy behaviors into your lifestyle that work for you, that feel good for you, that you want to do, um, and that will support your health without trying to manipulate your body size, right? Like it's not in the, Hayes is not in the business of, of uh, changing bodies. It's in helping um, really just support people's health. Hayes is more ethical in the sense that um, if you look at the research that's been done on health at every size um, in these, these populations that have been studied, it works. It actually does encourage people's health, um, you know, creating uh, shifts in their, their lab values and their mental state. Um, and it doesn't create this weight cycling that's so harmful, right? Because it's not trying to manipulate weight. So you just entirely avoid that issue. Okay, so, so again, so why Hayes, um, another reason here is because the dominant paradigm is promoting a fear of fatness, right? It's like obesity as a term um, suggests that if somebody is in an obese body, um, that they are overeating, that they are sedentary, um, that they are not taking care of their bodies, right? It just, it just assumes so much about a person. And the fact that obesity has become um, so focused on within the, the medical community, um, it's created this, this fat phobia, right, essentially, um, and this is, this is a problem because it, if you assume that you know everything about a person just by looking at their body, then you're going to miss out on everything, okay? Really what this boils down to, the big problem here, um, is that if we're, uh, cre if we're you know, saying that weight is the problem, body size is the problem, then we are creating the perfect storm for weight bias and weight stigma. So when somebody is given you know, a, a goal to lose X number of pounds and they're unable to do it, right, for whatever reason, maybe they try and, they try and follow the diet, it goes well for a little while, and then they fall off track inevitably um, because of the, the physical impacts of a diet, um, the physiological changes that occur that eventually drive you to, to kind of go back to old habits. Um, so when somebody fails to achieve weight, achieve weight loss, they assume, well, I clearly don't have what it takes to be healthy, um, so I might as well just quit, right? Like, I, I can't do this. Um, and they essentially jump off the wagon entirely, right? So um, they go back completely to their old habits. So it's, it's kind of like this just, you're, they're being set up for failure um, when weight is the, the entire focus. 
So rather than focusing on healthy behavior changes, you know, small little changes that work for the individual person, um, you know, if, if you were doing that, they may be able to, you know, incorporate one or two of those tiny little changes, um, but they would never see a change on the scale from those one or two things. But if you focus only on weight and then, and then they're not able to achieve that, then they just kind of, they totally, uh, go away from any healthy behaviors, right? Because it just isn't, isn't working. It's not panning out the way that they believe that it should be. Um, and then when it comes to measurement of these changes, um, they have nothing to show for it, quote unquote, all right? So that is kind of my, my quick and easy explanation of uh, what haze is, why it's a thing, um, yeah, that's basically that. So let's just touch on before we we wrap up today, um, what the myths there you know the myths around health at every size are. So number one is this concept of healthy at every size, right? So I think when people originally hear about health at every size, they assume that it means that we're just saying that you know everyone is healthy as they are everyone just stop worrying about it, you know, like taking health off the, the table um, kind of thing. Um, so we are not saying that everyone is healthy at their, you know, current, uh, in their current situation by any means. Um, people, of course, people can always make changes to improve their health further. Um, the point of, of talking about health at every size is saying that Size is not the determinant of health, right? And you can't say that somebody is healthy or unhealthy at any size without digging in in further and looking at their um, their lab parameters and and all of those things. Um, so it's not that everyone's healthy at every size. Okay, number two myth around health at every size um, is that it's anti weight loss. Um, and if you listen to my first episode of this podcast, um, I did debunk a lot of the myths around intuitive eating, um, and this was one of them. But it's it's very similar, right? So um, when people hear health at every size, they assume, okay, you know, it's wrong to lose weight or nobody should lose weight or, you know, something like that. Um, that's not at all the point. Essentially what it boils down to is, Weight may or may not be lost when healthy behavior changes are enacted, but it doesn't matter either way, right? As long as um, the healthy changes are being made um, and the body will do what it wants to or what it needs to in those situations. And really the, the thing is that different bodies will respond differently to the same exact changes, right? So, um, dependent on somebody's gender, somebody's history, their, their age, like history in terms of like diet history, um, their age, their genetics in general, like all of those things will impact what a body does, um, with health changes. Um, but bottom line is it's health at every size is not anti-weight loss. It's anti-weight focus, right? It's saying like, there's no reason that we need to be looking at the number on the scale when we're talking about 
somebody's health status. Um, of course, there are exceptions to to that. Like, it's not that I'm saying that no doctor's office should have a scale. Um, you know, in the in the case of like dialysis, um, looking at like water, the amount of water that or fluid that somebody has on them, or the case of pregnancy when you're monitoring somebody's you know weight gain to see if the baby's growing healthy. Um, all of that, like, of course, monitoring weight, but looking at the number and saying that, you know, you know, for sure, if the, somebody's practicing in healthier ways or unhealthier ways, um, that is where the core issue really resides. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what I have for you guys today on, on health at every size. Um, I would love for you guys to tell me your thoughts on this, if you have questions, because I know that um, a lot of questions can come up on this topic. Um, my hope for, for this episode is that it really just introduces the concepts, hopefully, you know, um, gives a little bit more information to people who really, you know, needed some gaps filled in. Um, but I definitely plan to further explore uh, the concepts of health at every size um, as I go forward with this podcast. Um, I'm thinking for the next couple of episodes, I'm going to touch on just some like special topics that I've been uh, interested in in covering. Um, a couple off the top of my head I'm thinking about are like the obesity paradox, um, the French paradox, uh, the Minnesota starvation study. Uh, so just some really interesting topics that I think would be pretty quick and easy to cover, um, but I think you guys would have a lot of interest in. Um, but let me know if you have other ideas for, for topics for me to cover because I'm definitely open to that. Um, let me know what you guys are thinking of the podcast so far. Uh, please do rate, review, um, subscribe, you know, if you're, if you're interested in the message that I'm, I'm getting out there. It really does help. Um, and plus, I really want to know what you guys are thinking. Um, if you're not already following me, I am on Instagram um, and it's at the intuitive underscore RD. Um, you can also email me and reach out that way if you'd like to. Um, it's the intuitive RD at gmail.com. All right, guys, until next time, have a good one.